Paris in the 1840s, one of the cosmopolitan capitals of the Western world. It was the end of the era of Romanticism. Intellectual and artistic innovation flourished. From 1844 to 1849, the literary, intellectual, and artistic elite of Paris gathered at the Hotel Pimodan to conjure new ideas and explore the mind. Among them were the legendary writers Victor Hugo, Alexandre Dumas, and Honoré de Balzac, the poets Charles Baudelaire and Gérard Denderval, and who many consider to be the father of psychopharmacology, Dr. Jacques Joseph Moreau. This was the Hashish Club of Paris. As word of the epic gathering spread, elite minds the world over would clamor to become a Hashishan. These were people that would go on to shape culture for decades to come. Their legacy still resonates throughout poetry, books, plays, art, medicine, and science. Welcome to this edition of the Hashish Club of Paris with Richard Andrew Saloni and guests. Part one of the Prosperity Sessions. So tonight's theme is about radical prosperity. <laughs> now all things that exist in the third dimension have components to them. They have poles. And so in radical prosperity, one pole being the shadow is compromise. Sad but true, the majority of human beings live in a state of compromise. And it's become so deeply accepted in the psyche that we don't even know that we're compromising. Compromising who you are. Compromising the deepest, authentic expression of who you are. Now you can become good at many things, but you can only become great at what is deeply authentic to you, which you deeply, deeply love. How subtle is compromise, how it creeps into our lives, fear of not being accepted, fear of not being good enough. Within each human being, there is a quality of genius, and that genius can only be awakened when you stop compromising. And when you stop compromising, what is born inside of you is competence. 
Competence. Competence is a very, very powerful manifester. There's four dimensions to competence. The first, effectiveness. Effectiveness finds the shortest path, the most powerful path to accomplishing your objective. Valuing the preciousness of time and your energy to be effective with it. Second key, enthusiasm. Enthusiasm comes when you're doing what you love. And enthusiasm is a powerful, powerful magnet. People love feeling enthusiasm is contagious. And it draws to you all that you require to accomplish your objective. The third key, flair. <laughs> How fucking cool are you in your uniqueness? Flair. What separates you? What makes you so unique that what you do is offering something so deeply authentic? Fourth, flexibility. We are so, by nature as human beings, rigid. And what happens to visionaries like yourself? You get so caught up in the vision, in where you're trying to go, that you're trying to force it into being. <laughs> Flexibility is the art of accepting what is. It is what it is for the 10 billion reasons that have made it so. How do you tune in to what is without becoming angry or frustrated because it's not what you wanted it to be. So you're present enough to say, hmm, what's relevant here? How is my gift relevant to this moment? What can I do to make this moment mean more? How do I serve this moment? Flex, ability. And at the heart of the gift, when we embody these four characteristics of competence, something really magical occurs. 
the city, the gift, the divine expression, the highest expression of prosperity, bountifulness, bountifulness, being bountiful. transmission is within a morphic field, energetic grids that connect all living things and all matter at the subatomic level. You literally are a generator of bountifulness. Now, we begin to understand a new narrative for abundance. We are so caught up in this idea that abundance is wealth, things, And yet what happens is you now become so concerned with maintaining your wealth. Well, I like to tell this, this, this story, and I think all of you can, can relate to it. If you're struggling with prosperity to the point where you're thinking about paying your rent, buying food, and these, these things are very, very important and, and practical. So you think, if I just had money, if I just had this amount of money, I wouldn't worry about those things and I'd be so appreciative and my life would be so much better. And then what happens is you get money. And now, it's like, oh my God, I have money. How do I not lose it? How do I be responsible investing it? A whole new set of worries set in that are just as significant as the ones before. Now, what did Jesus say about this? He said, store not your treasures, where moth and rust can corrupt, or where thieves can break in and steal. What is your abundance? Your abundance is the connection to the morphic field that allows you to draw whatever it is that you need to do what you need to do. That's abundance. And no one can ever take that from you. That's freedom. I've had a very abundant life. But the way that I've always viewed it, I mean, even it, I have no idea what my net worth is. Honestly, I have no idea. My daughter, one of my daughters manages what I have. 
And all that matters to me is if there's something that I feel inspired to do, I call her up and go, do I have the wherewithal to do this? <laughs> and she'll say yes or no. And if she says no, then I go into creative mode and say, okay, what do I need to attract to me to do this? So this notion of, I'm gonna make my dream happen when I get my first million dollar investment or not gonna come from the outside. And if it is, you're gonna be worried all the time that it's gonna disappear. Know that you are vibrating at the frequency of what you want and it will be there.